Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the X Animo Podcast, the show where I have genuine conversations with people. Today's guest is a Twitch streamer and content creator named Scrubby TV, and he's been making some major moves in the content scene. This was a really fun one to record, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Why, why don't you just go ahead, introduce yourself. I mean, not all my people know who you are. You're kind of like the that guy who's always playing Warzone, you know? Yeah, all right. Well, so first of all, everybody obviously knows my name is Scrubby. My real name is Calvin. Um, I'm 21 years old, and I'm active duty, currently enlisted in the military. So I've been in the military for about three years going on in July. Sadly, my time was cut short. I would have been getting out next May in 2023, but I got injured back in July of 2021, which means that they find it uh, they find it that I cannot continue my military service mm -hmm. anymore. So they're pushing for medical retirement, which is okay. fine with me. It's fine with me. Um, yeah. I've been I've been creating content since. January? Yeah, I started in like January really actually pushing out content. And really? I heard you want to say something. Yeah. I'm, I apologize for interrupting. No, that's all it's all right. Dude, since January. That's that's yeah, incredible. January, dude. Yeah, January. Like so I just saw that everybody was like I I've always wanted to create content, but I didn't know how to start. So I asked so many people because I'd already been networking from then. Right. Like I knew a lot. Of, I knew a lot of other guys who were pretty big, who were pretty much like bigger creators, but not huge, you know. Like I asked them and they were telling me, hey, I can give you some tips, but what's really going to help you is you're going to have to go into YouTube. You're going to have to go into that editing software and you're just going to figure it out all yourself. And that's what I did. Wow. That's How long I have did. you been streaming for? I've been streaming since last year. Oh, okay. February, okay. February of 2021. Well, that's not bad. But my content journey didn't start until just this year in January. That's pretty crazy. And you're making some yeah. amazing moves on TikTok, I got to say. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank Bro, you. Yeah. You're killing it. I've seen a lot of people uh, getting mad at TikTok. And here, it's just the thing is, right? You got to think. I saw Lucci tweeted out today, right? He said... Quit stressing yourself out over that next viral idea. And if you want to post something, it's better to post it than not to post it. The only word, the worst thing you can do is not post for that day. And if you know this, TikTok is key. I mean, consistency is key for TikTok. And I can tell you that I have been posting. I was posting three a day until just this past month, every single day. And now I'm posting two a day. And that's why I'm seeing this growth. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I I did see that I did see that tweet too, and uh, I was reading it. And TikTok is actually how I originally found Lucci, and mm -hmm. he's one of the only big streamers that I enjoy watching every once in a while. So yeah, I I get it, and it makes sense. And you're just you 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 were putting in that effort. I I just opened up TikTok on my PC. Guess who's who's the first video I see? Me. Yeah, hackers are evolving. Exactly, dude. Like, I've had so many pop off, and like, I don't want to be like, I'm not, I'm not a cocky guy or anything, right? Like, I already, I've already made it clear that no matter how big I get, 
or how big my following gets, it's not going to go to my head, right? I'm going to stay humbled. And remember everyone who was here from day one. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of crazy to think that three months ago, I was only at 100 followers on TikTok, and here I am almost at 6,000. Yeah, that's absurd, especially it's, since you had that one go off the other day. It's at 126,000. Yes. Yeah, and I haven't had – I wouldn't say – I would say I'd rather grow slowly like I am right now than I would fast because it can get to a lot of people's uh, mental. A lot of people don't understand that. If you grow quickly, dude, it's going to get to you. And like, – it's also overwhelming if you yes it's overwhelming yeah i i got so i i was making tiktoks for like two weeks and i got to 10k Mm -hmm. overnight like i woke up one morning to a million views i was like what the heck is happening you know it was i didn't know what to do next and i kind of fumbled the ball a little bit and then haven't done anything since. yeah that's like extra that's like extra pressure added onto the person's shoulders too right if you're not growing slowly and you're growing faster if you get one that pops off and you grow a huge following, that following is going to want to see more stuff. And it's just going to push you to create more stuff. And then you're going to think, well, it's not. it might not be good enough. It might not be good enough. And you're going to stress yourself out. But if you're creating content slower, you get to actually experiment with what your viewers like. Mm-hmm. So like for me personally, my viewers like Call of Duty content. I put a couple other games in there. They don't do so well. But you know what? I like posting them and I post them anyway. Because they're funny to me. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Yes, that is very important. Another thing you got to consider is whatever you're posting, if you enjoy it, somebody else is going to enjoy it. Because there's somebody out there that likes exactly the same things as you. Might not be the exact same person as you, but they will like the same interests that you have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, something that kind of I think people get caught up on is making content for what who they think their audience is. Yeah. Like you think their your audience is this specific group, so you have to do that specific thing. But if you can diversify a little bit and still have fun with it and still pull out like uh put out bangers after bangers, you're gonna attract more people. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. And like I've of course Warzone has a huge content base around TikTok. Of course, like millions, right? But I have seen so many other people on Valorant side of TikTok. I've had, I've had plenty of other games on my for you page on TikTok. I've had Apex for you pages on my yeah. TikTok. Like it's the gaming community is huge, bro. No matter what you post, somebody out there is gonna see it. Somebody out there is gonna like it, and somebody out there is gonna interact with it in some way. Oh, absolutely. Hey, um. So what do, what do you think about what do you, what do you think about Fortnite? Fortnite, um, I think it's pretty cool that they experimented with no building. Yeah, that's the only personal reason that I didn't like Fortnite. I used to play it when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't want. What was that? You, you kind of cut because out. I don't know how to build very well, man. Oh, no, goodness. I don't know how to build very well. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. I've, I've tried on controller, it doesn't work. You gotta be a keyboard on keyboard and mouse on Fortnite. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Like you got to, and I don't like being on keyboard and mouse for any games, really. Really? Unless it's Valorant or CSGO or something like that. I'm kind of new to the whole keyboard mouse thing. I built my PC two years ago. So I'm kind of useless on a controller now because I haven't used one since I built this this PC. And I'm just on KBM all the time. Yeah. Like I played Minecraft with my uh, brother-in-law on his Xbox the other day. And I just I had no idea what I was doing. 
So yeah. pe- people that switch it up all the time, they they have an advantage. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I've seen plenty of people who can, I guess you could call them hybrid players. Yeah, they can switch from keyboard and mouse to keyboard. Like I have, I have a, a person that plays Warzone. I don't really. I haven't played with him lately, but he is a complete demon on controller. And then he switched to keyboard and mouse, and he still does better than one of the best controller players I know. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's insane. So you're, uh, you, 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 so you joined the army right off rip, right? Right at 18? Yes, right out of high school at 18, yeah. Okay. What was your MOS? Uh, my MOS is 13 Juliet. I'm a fi- uh, fire control specialist. So okay. basically we specialize in, well, you have rockets and you have cannons, but we're the intelligence side of artillery. So basically you see where the target is. You need the coordinates, obviously, for what you're going to hit, right? Mm. That's where we come in. We calculate the coordinates. We find out your target. We send it off to you, and then you shoot it. Okay, that's pretty cool. It is. It's not. Uh, it's not fun being in the vehicle because it's like a toaster oven in oh, the is it? summer. Yeah, and then an icebox in the winter. It's yeah, just I, steel. I, I bet they don't really have uh, AC. Plus, you're wearing all no. That we gear. don't have <laughs> AC. We don't have AC, but we do have a heater, and the heater is very nice. Oh, that's if it good. works when it works. Yeah, I was uh, pretty much just a couple signatures away from joining this summer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 18 Foxtrot. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, got a, I scored a 92 on the ASVAB. And so the dudes were like, hey, you could practically do anything you want. And uh, Special Forces looked like a good time to me. Yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing I really regret it was not taking the ASVAB more seriously. Like my my high school days, I hate to talk about them, but I was a, I was a pretty uh. I guess you could say cocky, cocky kid. Mm-hmm. Didn't re- didn't really think he had to do anything. He just coasted in life. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just I watched like this video on the ASVAB on YouTube because that's what my recruiter told me to do, and then I didn't study any on the side. I just spent as much time as I could with my friends before I left, and I scored like the bare minimum on the ASVAB. So okay. I had like three jobs to choose from. Yeah, but I, this job I, wasn't terrible. I, I don't think I don't remember if I studied or not. I think I might have taken a couple practice tests. Yeah, but I didn't really do too much. Um, I I was just more like just seeing what was out there, seeing what the options were. Yeah. Um, because I had I I didn't have much going on for me. I still don't. Um, and so. I, the the main reason I didn't go was I wasn't too excited to sign away five years of my life. Yeah, definitely I, not. I'm a very, um, what's the word? A compulsive person. Yes. I, so, I completely understand that. So I, I get obsessed with something and then it's only a thing for like a couple months and then I kind of move on to the next thing. So I'm the same way. I'm what's, the same way. What scared me was getting in there, then two years in, being like, I hate this. Send help. Yes, that is the scary part, right? Like, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. I've told everybody that. I have people asking me left and right, like, hey, Scarby, or hey, Calvin. Like, how do you enjoy your time in the military? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I loved it at first, right? Basic training in AIT was a blast. Mm-hmm. But my first duty station, as soon as I got out of AIT, they gave me 10 days to go home, and they sent me to Korea for a year. Oh, really? That sh- yeah, it me- that messes with your mental a lot more than you think. You'd be in thousands of miles away from your family and your loved ones in a completely different country across the world. Yeah, it- that's it's crazy. crazy. 
I mean, it's not insane. only not only the culture shock, but you're also living there and you're doing your 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 military job and all that. Yeah, and don't get don't even get me started on the time difference, man. Whenever you're going to sleep, they're waking up, so you don't get to talk to them that much. Oh yeah, that's gotta suck. It does. It did. It was terrible. And then I got over here to Fort Sill here in Oklahoma, and of course I have my wife with me now, but it's it's just not home. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. we have our house, but it's not home. No, because so, you live on base and you've got the... Yes, that's one thing that people kind of, I guess you don't, you know, they'll take into consideration. If you're very, a very family-driven or dependent person, the military is not going to be for you. No, definitely not. So how was Korea, by the way? Uh, So Korea had some pretty, uh, pretty flashy moments. I don't remember a lot of them because, you know, Soju over there is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Soju's a Korean rice liquor over there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember a lot of it. But I, I do I do remember a few things. Uh let's see. Monsoon season was definitely a very uh inexperience. So monsoon season is like hurricanes in the US. But worse. From what yes, I've heard. but worse. But way worse. You get off work because it's raining and so windy that you can't do anything. And it's scary to look at, dude, because you see trees breaking like toothpicks. And it's like, it's just insane to think like, oh my gosh, this is, I've never seen this weather before. But here I am across the country. Like, I got to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I will say the snow, the snow in Korea is also a very big shock. You wouldn't expect it snow over there. No, I, I don't really think about that. Yeah, it snowed over there, yeah. Where where'd you where'd you live before you uh uh before you enlisted? When I enlisted, I was in uh, LG, Georgia. So we're uh, it's a small oh, okay. town up in the North Georgia mountains. Right. So did 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 it snow much there? Oh yes, a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I live uh in northern Wisconsin, so I I'm very familiar with snow. Oh yeah, I believe that. I, it just snowed like three days ago. Oh my lord! It, it wasn't that bad. It it melted right away, but. Just the fact that it's still snowing in March really gets yeah me, exactly exactly it's crazy weather's crazy yeah my my mom grew up in the Philippines so I always heard about monsoons and all that yeah. and all that uh, it seems kind of outrageous yeah it's something about. that you yeah it's something you really don't think about till like you see it happening like oh my god I'm actually like going this is like actually happening here mm-hmm. like. Well, do you have any like what 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 are some of the the most the funniest stories you've got? Okay, I actually did think of one when I was Scrubby, my boy. Hello. Oh no, we lost him, ladies and gents. All right, my apologies. Hey, there you are. Internet took a big fat dookie. Bro, just add Spectrum real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I got sudden link out here. Oh man. Yeah, trash. All right. All, all right. right. So where were we? What were you asking me? Funny story? Funny stories. All right. I'm gonna tell you the one that was funny but bad at the same time, so I kinda got hurt. So I don't know if you know what a fifty cal is. Do you know what a fifty oh, cal yeah. is? Okay. So, you know, those are pretty pretty beefy guns, right? That's a big gun, yeah. Yeah, so, like, part of our uh, certification was we had to disassemble and reassemble a f- uh, 50 cal, which mm-hmm. I had done plenty of times. I know a lot about weapons, especially yep, yep, yep. military weapons. And 
I was rushing because I messed up the assembly process when I got done. And whenever I went to um, take out the bolt again, I had done something wrong. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but um, I reached in there because the bolt was like halfway back and I needed to push it back forward to get something else out before I pulled the bolt out. Mm -hmm. And let's just say that bolt rode right forward where my finger was inside the, uh, Oh man, the feed tray and just almost took my finger off. Thank God I was wearing gloves or else my finger would have been gone. Oh wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's only funny because I like laughed about it afterwards because, and of course everybody else was laughing at you too, right? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> they were like, "Dude, did you almost take your finger off of the fifty cal?" And I was like, "Yeah." Was it uh, one of those fifty cal uh, fifty cal machine guns? Yes. So, so it was just like the the breakdown videos I've seen on TikTok. Then, yeah, man, D did you mm -hmm. ever get to shoot one of those? I did. Yes. Oh. I've gotten to shoot. I've gotten to shoot one of those. I've gotten to shoot a Mark 19, which is a grenade launcher machine uh -huh. gun. Those are pretty fun. I've shot, uh, and I've shot a 320, a Mike 320, which is a grenade launcher that you put on the end of your M4. Noob tube. Noob tube. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're, they're, you wouldn't think the so, but they have a lot of kick, bro. My really? shoulder, my shoulder was gone after that range. Oh wow! I you you wouldn't think it just from playing like mm -mm. Modern Warfare or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Nah, that thing will take your shoulder away. I mean, honestly, fire shooting the guns—that's that's the reason to join the military, in my in my opinion. Like that yeah. would be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Chucking grenades in boot camp. Oh, chucking grenades in boot camp. Yeah. You what's know it, about that? that? Like, yeah, I've heard some stories. I've uh, read some things. I want to hear. I want to hear your. I want to hear, your, I hear uh, what happened with you. How'd so basically, um, I don't know who told these drill sergeants to teach us how to hold a grenade or throw mm -hmm. it like this. You would think a normal person would pull the pin, throw it with their arm, and then just let go, get down, right? Yeah. No, they would have us do. You're, you've seen the chicken dance, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you'd hold the grenade in one hand on your chest. And then the the other hand, you'd have the pen on your chest as well, so you looked like a damn chicken, <laughs> and you you'd literally tilt back with your elbow pointed to the sky. You'd pull back your arm in a straight line with the grenade in it, with the mm -hmm. pen already out, and then you just without even curving your arm, you just throw up. It's the most awkward throwing technique, and nobody's ever used it. I, outside of basic training i've actually I, I think i've seen videos of it it looks it's wild it's so weird it's so weird and the crazy the thing is like that grenade dude whenever you're in line there was a 200 people a person line and you could hear that shit and you were just scared every time you're going up but once you finally throw that grenade that freaking like that stun that goes into your body after it blows up mm -hmm. it's like i want to do that again well, of course. Like, i, I, I want to do that again dude it's that, insane that's cool did you yeah. did you have good drill sergeants or were they kind of pains i had i had a couple that were pains don't mm. get me wrong but most of them in my platoon i enjoyed two out of the three of them well, that's good yeah I, i've heard that um there can you can get some pretty good ones or some pretty garbage ones so the thing is that drill sergeants don't really understand right mine did but a lot of them didn't it's not it's about yelling yeah but once you're already done 
breaking down that soldier, building him into a, I mean, breaking down that civilian and building him into a soldier. Mm-hmm. But like week five, take it easy on him, man. Like start being a leader now. Because yeah. then you're just going to get him, get him used to being yelled at all the time by everybody. Yeah. And that's, which is that's not that's true no fun for anybody. Yes. And it's not how that, that's not how it works. Whenever you get out and you get into the real army, they call it, when you're done with training, it's like, it's nothing like you'd expect. You got all these NCOs that are just amazing leaders. Like, they're not going to be your friend, of course, but they point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to say that Korea was my first duty station because it really helped me out a lot in maturing and adulting and, you know, just. Yeah, that's I learned good. a lot of leadership skills over there. I had really good NCOs over there. That's great. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I had a thought. Where'd it go? It, it freaking ran off. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. They might uh enjoy. Mm-hmm. Korean McDonald's is amazing. Oh really? It's so good. Dude. What so, do they like, have there? Okay, so. They have pretty much the same thing, right? But I'll tell you the most bizarre thing they have on the menu. It's called the, uh, I think it's called the Shanghai Burger. And mm-hmm. that's what I would always get. It's a chicken sandwich, a spicy chicken sandwich. But you have mozzarella sticks and marinara sauce on the actual sandwich. Oh my gosh, that sounds so incredible. It's, a, it's, a, it's basically a chicken parm chicken sandwich, and it is phenomenal. Dude, that sounds incredible. And the thing is, is you have... Tr- um, the thing is about McDonald's is you don't have those freaking like you know plastic cups. Mm-hmm. They have like actual glasses that they hand you and you put them in the uh, a bin when you leave. Really? And they're just reused. Yeah, you have like actual glass cups over there. That's wild. And it's very nice. They have a lounge area upstairs, and that it's just it's awesome. It's a great vibe. So like nothing compared to over here. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Man. High class McDonald's. Who would have thought? Pretty much. Pretty much. Making it feel yeah, more were... like a Chick Fil A than anything else. Oh, those were definitely the best moments. So when you're hungry at 3 a.m. and the only thing open is McDonald's, you'll hop in a taxi. Mm-hmm. You'll just go down there, get some food, and you're good to go. Yeah. So I'm completely blanking on everything right now. Let me see. I had a. I had some notes. That all right. Um, okay, so one thing I've always wondered about you, especially ever since I joined your Discord server, is y- y- Scrubby's bathroom. And your uh-huh. your name's Scrubby, you're a sponge. Yeah. What give me give me some context here. I'm kinda confused. What's with the Okay, so you wanna know what comes with it? Okay, so <laughs> Let, let let me uh let me backtrack to like 2012 2015 yeah. kind of like that okay so basically right back in the bo2 days huge Ooh. trick shotting scene right mm-hmm. yep huge trick shotting scene me and my irl friends and they're my irl friends to this day we would always trick shot on bo2 and every time i'd hit i would miss something they'd call me a scrub well of course and then and then every time one another one of them did it the other person would say, damn, you just pulled a scrubby, bro. It just clicked. It just clicked. It just clicked from right there. That's so funny. I, I love that right it's there. just from your buddies just slandering you because you yeah, missed your shots. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, exactly. And you still haven't learned. You're still missing your shots. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm still a scrub. And <laughs> okay. uh, that's fine with me. 
and so you and took scrubby and just said well sponges are scrubby yeah pretty much yeah i love it's that. either that or it was either that or still wool yeah i, I like the sponge <laughs> better yeah me too i, I gotta yeah, be me honest too. i thought it was a cheese at first hey it's all good a lot of people did i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's because sponges look like cheese it's weird especially my first logo a lot of people thought it looked like cheese oh my it goodness was bad. it was terrible so you were trying to join phase then back in the day oh no absolutely absolutely not no i was just doing it for fun <laughs> oh okay I, it was a good time though i wasn't really around back then you know i i didn't um start playing like cod or any other real games like that until 2015 yeah i've was, always been a cod fanboy man my my problem was I never had we didn't have any of the consoles and I didn't have any friends that had the consoles you know so my entire childhood was uh, the Super Nintendo and the Wii which wasn't and bad. Listen, the Wii was a good time. Top five consoles, hundred percent. Definitely, definitely. Bro, Wii Sports just hit different. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, and then, um, one of my buddies play invited me over. We actually played black ops Two zombies was like my first introduction into current gen gaming. Uh-huh. And I was hooked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Black ops two zombies was a good time. Town. Town. Oh, brings back so many memories. It, like, so that's, that's all they had. And so then I started hustling, bought me, bought my PS three. And then I bought a mm. PS4 a couple of years later, and now I'm here. But that that's something that um, everybody seems to be surprised about. I've only been in the scene for like seven years. Yeah. I didn't start watching YouTube until then, too. Yeah, and I can also thank those same IRL friends, right? Whenever I came back from training, AIT, right? I mm-hmm. had sold my Xbox a couple years before, and I hadn't gamed for like three years straight. But whenever I got back from training... I was like, Modern Warfare 2019, it literally just came out. Like, oh when I graduated goodness. AIT, Modern Warfare 2019 had just came out. Yeah. But, but I didn't get Modern Warfare 2019 off the bat. Okay. I had I had gotten um, P- uh, Black Ops 4, I think it was, because they wanted to play the new Zombies DLC that came out. And it was only on PS4. So we went into Walmart, and we were just looking around, and then my one of my IRLs, Dom... He was like, hey, yo, you know that uh, BO4 has a new DLC, right? I was like, no, I didn't know that. He's like, it's only on PlayStation. I was like, screw it. Let's buy a PlayStation. That's so funny. I love that. And yeah, I just impulse buy, bought a PlayStation 4 right there with BO4. Played it for two weeks until I got shipped off to... Uh, Wait, no, that was, no, I said after Auntie. No, that was before I went to the army. My bad, my bad. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was like June of 2019, 2019. So we went, I bought a PlayStation, BF4, played it for a couple weeks, and then I got shipped off to basic training. After AIT, that's when Modern Warfare 2019 came out. And that's when I went to Korea. So while I was out in Korea, I had my PS4, obviously. I digital bought Mm -hmm. the game. I digital bought the game. Got into Warzone. And played on my PS4 until I think it was March of 2021 when I bought my first PC. That's great. Did you build it yourself or was it a pre-built? Oh, this is a lot of people are gonna make fun of me for this. I uh, bought a pre-built from Walmart. Hey, that's fine, bro. Hey, does it work? Uh, yeah, it works, does, but it struggles. Does it run the game? Does yeah, it, be, uh, it, it runs the game. 
and yeah. you're, you're streaming, you're making games. That's all that matters. That's the one thing I, w- I want to also point out is like a lot of people might say, Hey, I can't do this or Hey, I can't do that. Like when you really think about it, bro, I'm on a Walmart pre-built PC. I bought for uh, almost <laughs> like $700 Yeah, and I'm still creating content. It's not about what you have. It's about what you can make out of it. You know? Oh, absolutely. Of course. I even mean, a console, man, even a console, you can make content on a console. That's how I, I started. Do it. Yeah, I know plenty of people who do that. My my first few YouTube videos were on were on my PS4, you know? Exactly, man. You can do it. You just got to and even if like and if you don't want to do like, you know, I think I don't know what the features are on PS4 anymore. But like capture cards and laptops, like mm-hmm. if you want to keep your PS4, you just get a laptop and a capture card and boom, there you go right there. Yeah, That's absolutely. All you need. That's all you need. I mean, my PC is nothing special. I built it myself, but it's it's uh, uh, <laughs> it's got some issues. I'm uh, only, I only have a 1080 in that thing. Really? Yeah, I'm running a 1080, bro. Oh, I'm like two generations behind. I did not know that. Yeah, so like it, it's it struggles, but it gets it gets the job done. It gets the job done. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm really all that matters the way i see it i I won't i don't i I won't uh spoil myself with a sweet rig until i've actually until i'm actually you know doing something with it yeah i understand that yeah it's crazy i mean um bro modern warfare by the way when when that game came out that that was a game changer oh yes it was it was a game changer changed my life i Uh, think it was the first game i pre-ordered yeah, that sounds so weird to say, but it actually did change my life. Because out in Korea, while well, I had nothing to do, bro, it was that and 2K. Mm-hmm. 2K and Modern Warfare that saved me. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, whenever Modern Warfare first came out, all I played was Search and Destroy and Gunfight. That's, Dude, that's literally gunfight. all I played. Gunfight, gunfight was still fun. That's one of the best game modes ever made. Yes, it was. They killed it with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely killed it with that. Man, if um if the next game doesn't have gunfight, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I know, right? Tell it was in Cold War. It wasn't in Vanguard, though, right? They've tried it out like Champion Hill and Vanguard, but I don't think everybody's a fan of that. Well, not many people are a fan of Vanguard. I don't think it was the ter- I don't think it was terrible when it first came out. I played it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I got back into Warzone. Like after I, I played a little bit of Comp Cod on Vanguard. I don't know if you knew that. Oh really? Yeah, one of my old organizations, uh, not to be named. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I played on their Comp CDL team for a little bit. I co-captained it. Okay. What? So yeah. Wasn't I? So you're not part of that team anymore? No, no. I'm oh not. shoot! I'm a free agent. Okay. So I, that's actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about esports and cdl and all that stuff because oh, yeah i'm a big noob i don't know anything i hardly know anything hey. about actual sports so i don't no, really <laughs> know how the whole scene works you know it's all good man i didn't really know a lot about the scene we were just playing you know cmgs game battles stuff like that you know just trying to get reps in i don't know what of any course of those were... words meant uh well CMG? it's just yeah cmg uh checkmate gaming it's like a, it's just a tournament site same oh, with okay. game battles, MLG game battles. You just find a team to go up against. You run up, you run it up with them, and then whoever wins wins. Like we were just trying to get practice runs in. And there were talks about over a couple years doing more stuff, but mm-hmm. sadly that fell apart. So oh, that's 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 a shame. And the thing is about CDL is it took it really got um 
I'm a very competitive person. Oh, absolutely. And when I get too, sometimes when I get too competitive, I get a little bit toxic if it doesn't go my way. And I don't like that about myself and I'm working on that. But I found myself getting more toxic in CDL than I was in Warzone. So like one thing that I love so much, which was CDL, I had to leave it behind because it would just taint my image as a person if I can, if I continue to play it. That makes sense. Act, and to continue to act the way I was. Mm-hmm. And then also Warzone competitive. I played a couple tournaments and I was still Warzone like every, every time after a tournament, that feeling I would get of just disappointment and anger, I hated it. Yeah. No, well, I, I know said exactly I what said, you're talking about. To hell with this. I'm not competing anymore. I'm focusing on my content. That's it. I'm done trying to be a freaking demon on Warzone. I'm just gonna create content, make people laugh, and that's my that's what I'm here to do. And it's working out. I love that, man. I love that you're bettering yourself and like yeah. just focusing on getting your stuff out there. Yeah, I just don't I just don't want to be that uh angry content creator, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. I don't want to I don't want to taint my image when I'm on my come up, you know. Oh, absolutely. I love that. But see, my problem is I'm also extremely competitive. Yeah. Like like I I'm sure I, like I'm sure you've noticed I'm 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 extremely competitive but I don't have the skill to back it up so I get really frustrated because <laughs> I'm kind of dog water and I'm extremely competitive so then I start beating myself up I mean you moron just get good you scrub but not, yeah. not like scrub like scrubby I don't want to yeah. take your copyright no you're good <laughs> I've been working on that by the way yeah trademark in the name yeah that's funny I love that. Just yeah, uh, nobody's allowed to say scrub anymore. I mean, not even that. Just like <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to get scrubby, just scrubby across all platforms. It, it, have you had any trouble with that? No, not, I mean not yet. It's kind of hard. I just found the guy actually with uh, Scrubby on Twitch today, mm-hmm. but I couldn't whisper him, so I'm gonna have Oof. to figure out another way to reach him. That's rough. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out another way to reach him, but. We're we're in the works of it. We're going to try and get it all across all platforms. I I was actually just talking to Toast about it, and uh, he was trying to get the the Toast name, but dude had his uh, whispers off. Yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a it's kind of kind of wild. I wanted to get Digital Pirate, but Pirate <laughs> Digital Pirate wasn't available, so I, I like Digital it. Piracy. You know, just the 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 actual action instead of the character. I think the piracy fits. Though. I like it. I like it too. It fits, man. Do you know what my name was before that? What was it? Oh man. Okay, get ready for this. Right. Doof six forty five. I love it, dude. <laughs> and on Twitch, it was Doof six forty five live because it was my live, you know, persona. Yeah. It was so funny. It was the first gamer tag I ever made back in twenty fifteen when I bought my PS three. <laughs> And uh, it just kind of stuck with. I don't know where it came from. Probably Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb, if I'm being completely honest. Also, so my gamertag wasn't always Scrubby, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Scrubby was a, um, I think that was like a late BO4 kind of thing. I think, like I told you before I joined the army. Mm-hmm. Because my IRLs were there with me before I left while I was playing the game. And they would just continue calling me in Scrub and stuff. But, um... Uh, my first gamer tag was, I think it was, I was always on the E side, right? Like, I like to have that Y at the end. Okay. So I had, I had, it's Squidzy, 
and the Z was capitalized. Okay. Yeah, I like that I, squidzy. I uh uh-uh, uh I don't like I didn't like it. <laughs> I I don't like it anymore. Yeah, it's, well, it, that's why you changed. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I did too. my rebrand in uh, October when I came back to Twitch. Yeah, because I was originally on on Twitch in 2020 was when I yeah. first started streaming was June 12th, 2020, and went for a while, but life got in the way, you know, so I went dark. Yeah, man, life, life will take over. Yeah, and and but now I've been doing doing everything I'm working on for almost seven months straight now, which is the most time I've d- dedicated to anything. Ever. I love it. Love to hear it. So I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm just vibing, trying to get some stuff done, you know. Yeah, that's another thing that these people, these uh, I don't want to say kids because they're not all kids, but no. like this is, that's what they don't understand about streaming, man. You can't just press go live and then expect to, you know, grow. No, it's not that, going to. Not I, going to. I mean, I mean, you can, but it's it's very rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. And Unless you get rated by like a huge streamer, your first stream or something. Like but that. even then, that doesn't uh, a big raid doesn't really mean much. Exactly, it just helps your following a little bit, but I it's mean, not gonna like. If you're doing, if you're say, if you're streaming some game and you don't know how to talk to chat and. You don't know like the basics. You don't have those skills built up yet. And Tifu braids you with five thousand people. What do you What do you do? How many of those people are gonna actually follow stay. you? And start and, and say after ten minutes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So a, a big raid. The the way I see raids is more of a like a nod from a creator to a creator. More of like a hey, I see you. You're you're getting stuff done. Than a helping them out kind of deal. You know. Yeah, I've gotten a couple decent sized raids. Uh, a Danny, Danny raided me once after a mod fight, one of Sally's mod fights, yeah. and with like twenty five people or something, it was wild. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I got a few follows, but I don't none of those none of those people stuck around mostly because yeah. I don't play COD and I'm not a, an absolute monster like Danny is. Um, to me, a raid is more of just two creators respecting each other, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, so like th- when I rate somebody, it's just I'm just it's just cuz I love them as a person. Yeah. And I want them to I know I'm that. thinking about them. Yeah. Um so what so why did you decide you wanted to stream? Like what was it? What did you see in it? All right, well, honestly, man, I started, um, I think it was while I was in Korea as well. I was just trying to find different stuff, you know, like to click. Something and, to keep, take up your time. Yeah, take up my time pretty much. Take off my, take up my mind on like, you know, missing everything back home. And then I've tried to stream a little bit on my PS4 while I was out there. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work out very well, you know, because the time difference and everybody being asleep. Yeah. When I got off work and the internet was just not the best over there either. So I just started playing Warzone mainly. I met some friends along the way, played a lot of Warzone, focused on that. But the streaming really took off whenever I got to Oklahoma. I still streamed on the same PS4 and I'll never forget this for the day or for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. My affiliate, my um, last stream before I hit affiliate. I hit 22 viewers and I broke down in tears. That's amazing. It was a moving moment and I'll never forget it. I was playing Call of Duty League play on Cold War. And I was 
tearing through the lobby, and then I look up at the viewer count, and it just keeps going up. One, two, three, four, until I hit 22. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I have 22 people watching me play Call of Duty right now. Like, this is insane. That's crazy. And then I hit affiliate the next day, and I said, I'm taking this seriously. As soon as I can, I'm getting a PC, and we're taking this. We're taking this to the next level. And it might have taken me a while to take it to the next level, of course, but it's better late than never, you know? Yeah, of course. How long did it so how long did it take you to get affiliate? I uh, let's see. I started in January. I think I got it at the end of February. So like two months a uh, month? Yeah. That's almost not two bad. months though. Almost two months. Almost two months. That's actually it was February twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Wow, that's not bad. Like just yeah. a month or two to get affiliate? Yeah. Good on you, man. Yeah. That thing you're talking about, like having just having that one day that you'll never forget. Yeah. Mine was I think June twenty fifth. Um so I was working working the overnight shift at that point. So I was getting home at like six AM and I felt like doing a stream that morning, you know. I'm like, you know what? I'm f- I'm feeling good. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a stream. Black Ops Three Zombies. I'm just gonna go for some keynote because at the at the time I had the crazy idea in my mind that I wanted to do a world record run on Kino. Oh wow! Like I wanted to do so. I wanted to wanted to do high rounds with no gobble gums on Kino. Black Ops Three Kino. Never happened. It's never gonna happen. I'm not that good. <laughs> but I did that stream. I think I got 22 follows. Oh wow! In a single in a single stream, they they kept coming and coming. I didn't know where they were coming from, and I'll I'll, I'll never forget. They were all just vibing and chilling out. I mean, I think my first month I got uh, 120 follows or something like that. Wow! Yeah, I, and so I'm I'm trying to pull up my analytics, but my first month or something, I it was absurd. I don't know why that happened or what was going on. You know. And one of my one of my biggest regrets is not keeping the momentum going. Yeah, because uh, I mean, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, for Pete's sake! One of my biggest regrets is not keeping the momentum going. Because my no, my first month. So June twelfth was my first stream. I I had one or two before that, mostly just figuring out how Twitch worked. But my very first stream was on June twelfth, and I actually found my first like first uh, for my first viewer that day dude sat in my chat for eight hours while i played origins Yo. and then he brought in a couple of his buddies and all downhill from there my first 30 days i got 150 followers that's insane that's I, insane growth i only have 276 right now that's that's more than half of all my followers came into my first month that's insane. So one of my my biggest regrets is not keeping that momentum going, you know? Yeah. That was, almost, that was that. almost two years ago. Can you imagine where I'd be right now if I'd kept that up? Yeah, no. And that's, like, another thing is, like, of course life takes over sometimes. There's always going to be something more important than your content, whether mm-hmm. it be family or anything like that. And if you have to, you have to make that sacrifice for the people you love, right? Absolutely. Like, if you have to make the sacrifice, you have to. As much as it hurts you, whenever you get back, it's going to be a lot harder to get it back. But 
those people who were with you at the beginning, if they really did support and love you as a creator mm-hmm. or even as a person, they're going to come back. They're going to be back. Yeah. hundred percent. There's like two or three of them. I see every once in a while. Exactly. There's always going to be those that'll stay with you. I love that. Man, listen, we're, we're going places. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I'm excited to see what happens. I am too, man. Especially, we got, especially with the, got, with this podcast I'm working on and all my other little projects. Oh yeah. We're going to make some stuff happen this year. Oh, definitely. 2022 is a year, man. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any like uh special projects you got going on? Any uh top secret stuff? Top secret stuff? Ooh, yeah. uh, tell me, tell me the, give me the tea. Okay, well, I'll tell you one thing. We just affiliated with our first company. I'm Ooh. actually affiliated with uh Cinch Gaming now. Okay. Cinch Controllers. Dude, yeah. that's sick. Dude. Code Scrub for five percent off. I love that so much. Yes, sir. Code yes, sir. Scrub. We got, yeah, we got some more things that we're working on, but mo- ma- mainly we're grinding for a uh, Team Vove. We're we're grinding for Team Vove. Yeah, I've got a lot of homies in there, and um, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. Wait, hold on. I said I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. The fact is that I'm still in the military is what keep is keeping me from them, of course, mm-hmm. because. The longevity thing, right? Like they're doing content IRL and stuff, but I can't really do that. So I don't have a guaranteed schedule, and I can't just take a, take off. Like I have to be here. Yeah, of course. But once I get out, man, this could be a full time thing. Luckily, I'm gonna have a steady income because the VA is gonna pay me disability for the rest of my life. That's for great. Retiring me, so I'm gonna have a steady income, and I'm gonna try this full time. And if it doesn't work, then sure, I'll go get like a part time job or something. But I'm always gonna be doing this. No matter if it takes off or if it doesn't. That's amazing, man. I mean, bro, the government's paying you to do it, so do it. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, we're grinding for Team Vove right now. Uh, maybe we'll see it in the future. Who knows? Everybody's uh, talking about Vove right now. What's up with that? Vove is a, um, in Hirsch's words, is the next up-and-coming gaming team. Hirsch is a great guy. I've been yeah. following him on TikTok for a long period of time, right? And Vove's leadership just has such talented individuals in those different fields that it just clicks the team clicks and they know what they're doing like i 100 percent believe they're gonna take it to the moon that's good i really man. do and i want to be i don't want to be part of something that's already big like i want to be part of it whenever it's going up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like no, whenever you that. get yeah because like the mindset is like when you get up there like holy shit we worked for it and like we got in, but now we're here, and it's just surreal. Yeah, it really is. Every- and of course, don't get me wrong, joining Phase would be surreal too. But yeah, like, it would. You'd just be working to join the team. You wouldn't be really growing anything with the team because the team's already the biggest team out there. Did like, you go for Phase 1? I did not go for Phase 1. I wasn't... Uh, I w- didn't want to go for Phase 1 because I'm still I'm going for Vove. I have not been going for any more or any other I like that. Except Dedication. for Dedication. I'm... I'm dedication, I'm driven, I'm dead set and passionate about being on, on Vogue. I did I did make a phase one video, but I, I didn't put everything into it, mostly because my thought was that if I got it, I would feel like fraud. Yeah. You know? I've been at this mm-hmm. for less than six months at this point. At the time, it was like three or four months, and I was like, Imagine I get picked for phase by some crazy circumstances. I I wouldn't deserve it. I wouldn't feel like I I, I worked hard enough or hustled for it. Like there's people out there who work that they're work for ten years and never get this. 
And yeah, then, there's and people then, who... And then I just get it, like, gifted to it. So I kind it was kind of like a almost a, a deciding moment for me. Like, I don't want to take anybody else's, I guess... It's not necessarily charity because, I mean, it's it's a competition, but mm-hmm. I want to make myself. Yeah, and there's definitely people out there who have been doing it for years, right? Like, you got people in the top 100 right now who are in the top five, uh, top five, uh, phase five top 100 mm-hmm. in their last recruitment challenge. Like, they've been going for years at it. Oh, yeah. But the thing is that smaller creators didn't realize is, like, they had a shot, too. Like, did you uh, – I don't know if you saw Chan – you saw Chan in the top 100 announcement? Mm, I didn't really pay attention. What, so what? Chan was has like 3,000 followers on TikTok. Oh, though. yeah? Yes. Dude, and he had like 100 views on his video when Seabass saw it. He said he told him on the in the interview whenever he got announced. I saw this man on my For You page like two weeks prior to him being announced. Really? Yes. And it was just crazy to see his name pop up because like I saw that guy on TikTok. He has 3,000 followers, and FaZe has him in the top 100 now. I love to hear that. That's like, amazing. Like, that changing his life. Did, did, did they pick the, the 20 yet? Or no? I don't think, I don't think they have. They're, they're about to. Okay. Yeah, they're doing that pretty yet. soon, because I know, they, I know the, the house. I'm pretty sure they're going to be at the house in two weeks in mm-hmm. L.A. Yep, they will. A- April 7th, something like that? Yeah, and they're doing, like, interviews and just hanging out with them and stuff, you know? And yeah. then they pick the one from there. That's crazy, man. Yeah. When I when I first heard about it, the the whole thing going on, I didn't know that Phase was had ever done recruitment challenges before that. I mean, to be yeah. to be completely honest, I didn't even know who Phase was that much. Yeah. I knew them as the the snipers from back in the day. That's all I knew. <laughs> That's how a lot of people know them, brother. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that they were even doing esports or anything, just because I don't track that stuff, you know. Yeah. So it was wild to see. I thought I, I I genuinely thought I had a chance for the first couple of weeks. Then I was then I thought about it and I started you know rationalizing it and I'm like eh, I don't even want it. Sure, it's yeah. sick, but that's not how I want to do it. Yeah, I could understand that, man. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you've got so what you got the uh you got that partnership with what what's their what what are they called again? What controllers? Uh, cinch cinch controllers. Cinch Gaming. All right, let me let me let me check this out. C i c h, c i n c h. Sorry. Cinch Gaming. Yep. Never heard of this controller company. I love their mouse thing, the little sniper rifle, the oh, little yeah. uh, World at War sniper. Oh yeah. These are these are some pretty sweet looking controllers. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I I still need to get one. I'm still on a PS4 DualShock, but I play Claw, Ooh. which a lot of people might not know. What's what is Claw? I've heard you say that before, but I don't know what it means. So Claw basically is where you use your first fingers, I mean your index finger on your right hand for the buttons. Mm-hmm. X X circle square triangle, oh. all that stuff. Yeah. That's so, weird. No, I've been doing you. that. I've been doing that since Black Ops Two, believe it or not. Wow. Yes, and it helps you, out with jump shotting a lot. And you just feel like you do better with that. It's second nature, dude. I play every game like that. I, I can't even. So what are your you? I mean, it makes yeah. sense if your thumbs are always on the controllers. I mean, the joysticks. Then yeah. how are you gonna hit your other keys, right? It makes yeah. sense from a just like logistical standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
it's definitely weird and d- difficult to get used to. But I, I remember the night, like, I was just playing BO2 League play. And I saw that people, like, people who trick shot played Claw. But I didn't know how to, how to yet. So I went on the BO2 League play, and all night I held my controller Claw. And then by morning, I was stuck. Like, six hours later, I was stuck. I couldn't hold my controller normally anymore. That's so weird, man. Exactly. It was crazy. You're, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> Good crazy, though. Yeah, you're not the first to tell me that. People who found out, whenever they found out I play Claw, they're like, oh, you're weird. I mean, are they wrong? No, they're not wrong. <laughs> I, I prefer unique. Well, I mean, listen, unique, weird, just absolutely crazy. I mean... Same difference. Exactly. They all Those are all words that mean the exact same thing. Yeah. I didn't... Uh, bro, I, I didn't know Claw was a thing. That's so mind-boggling. I'm going to be stuck on this yeah. all day. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to grab a controller right after this and, like, just try it and see what happens try it yeah just just hold it and see if i can even figure it out because that's just mentally crazy it's weird man it's weird all right so cinch gaming five percent off with code scrub i'm gonna bookmark Mm -hmm. this if i ever need a a solid controller Ooh. Uh, and then um okay so uh what are are your other socials where are you available i'm uh, on twitter scrubby tv tiktok obviously scrubby tv uh I think yeah, Facebook Scrubby TV, Ooh, YouTube got the Scrubby Facebook? TV. I love that. Yes, Instagram Scrubby TV, Hover Scrubby TV, and Twitch is the only one that's not the same as all. It's Scrubby with two Y's all and right. then TV. All right, so we got Scrubby with two Y's TV, Scrubby Scrubby TV on Twitch, and then Scrubby TV on everything else. All right, I love that. Yes, uh, links to all those are in the description or the page or wherever the heck they are. I don't know how the how all the different things handle it. There's there's links somewhere. I know that. <laughs> Look around. There's links to my boy, uh, Calvin. By the way, you do look like a Calvin. Oh, thanks. You you do look like a Calvin, and you don't look twenty one. Thank you so much for being on the show, dude. I appreciate you. I appreciate the invite, man. Yeah, hundred percent. We got to do this again sometime. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. I appreciate you.